0: Hello and welcome. This is Self-Control, How to Build a Better Life. The podcast that aspires to inspire you to take control of your mind and your mindset to go forward and build the life that you want to live. My name is Patrick Strevins. Through this show, you and I will go on a journey together. It's a journey to peace of mind. I'll share things, tips, tricks, thought processes, behaviors that have improved my life over the years. More importantly, I want to hear from others who are doing the same could even be you. I think conversation is a great way to build a better life for one another. And that continues today. This is part two of my conversation with The Blind Charity, a young woman living and working in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. A brain injury at the age of 14 left her with a greatly reduced visual field. She refers to herself as blind and brain injured. Please check out part one of our conversation. Uh, You can do so in the episodes above. Going forward in this episode, things got a little steamier, let's say. We talked about her time as a sex worker. We talked about how she was banned from TikTok numerous times. Um, we, We talked some more about disability awareness and what that looks like going forward in the next 10 years. We also talked about the difference between creating and consuming media and how respect can be lost on both ends of that spectrum when we choose to either create or consume content we change that is it possible you know does sex work does media creation perhaps offer a certain amount of agency for the creator what does it offer the consumer and then wrapping up surprisingly we ended up somewhere i wasn't totally prepared for (laughs) we talked about the hormonal apocalypse of our time the way in which nutrition and, and pharmaceuticals take a great toll on our body as well we spoke about birth control and abortion these are huge issues There is no one-size-fits-all. There's no silver bullet. But I, I found them timely because there are ways in which large social forces, such as government, such as big corporations, who don't always have our best interests in mind, take over control of our body if we let them. And I think if you've come to this show in the hopes of building a better life, we can think about the ways in which we have lost control of our body and how we may reclaim that. I do think education and understanding would be the first step in that. So I hope you find the end of this conversation somewhat productive or at least it leads you to do further research into how you can take control of your health. I think beyond that, I want you to think about a moment in this conversation where Charity talks about mindfully challenging people's perspectives. What does that mean? What does it mean to mindfully challenge your own perspectives? You know, she spoke in the first episode how many people just aren't aware of what it means to be disabled. Well, not being aware of things is understandable to a point, but it can't be acceptable for long, especially if you're on the quest for a better life. So let's think about that. How can we retake control of our body and how can we retake control of our mind to challenge what we think we know or what we think we think? Enjoy this one. It was a lot of fun. We've got a couple more great guests lined up to finish off the year. In the meantime, remember, better is possible, and enjoy this, the finale to my conversation with Blind Charity. Well, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask a little bit about, I, I know like you were into the, you were now five times banned from TikTok, or four times banned?
1: Yeah, four times, four times.
0: Are we going for number five, or?
1: I think I may, I think yeah. I may. I've been really, honestly, like, TikTok's a really cool platform, and it's just the sense of like the algorithm and how it goes out there, but um yeah i i love making that type of content i think like my sense of humor really translates well on the platform Mm -hmm. so and yeah yeah i definitely think i'm going to go for 5.0 but um yeah and i think i'm I'm, my plan for it i'm kind of strategizing is i want to do a lot of like um like catching people off guard in public oh, content oh, and like, yeah, yes, straight on that. like asking people. Really? So, I and then I love doing that. So I just want to, yes, just walk up to people and be like, so if you could guess what disability I have, what would be, you know, like things like that, like, um, yeah. Or ask people like blind questions, Be like, "Oh, so yeah. just, you know, I'm blind. Um, yeah. Oh. I think that would be really cool. And once again, I think a really cool way of educating people. Yeah, yeah. TikTok TikTok five There you go. Coming to you. Well,
0: hey, I'm a videographer by trade. If you want to go out someday and shoot on the street and harass people, I'd be down.
1: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah.
0: Uh I, I don't mean to shoehorn this in here because I'm gonna sound like a well, a, a dude go for it. a dude, but you you told me that you told me that you did at one time do like dancing proper, yeah. like exotic dancing. Yeah. Was yeah, that, sex work. I okay, is that what we're going with?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can even say sex, sex work. Work. I'd say stripping is considered sex work.
0: Okay, okay. I guess. Yeah. I, I wanted to get to this a lot sooner, but I, I'm getting to it now. It's like
1: I have so much to say. I can't well, do
0: this. That's right. That's <laughs> right. I can't believe we're into it for an hour already.
1: Yeah.
0: See. Um. And energy-wise, you're okay to go for a little bit yet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for asking.
0: The the decision on your part to get into sex work in whatever capacity that obviously came after your your injury. Yeah, but, cool, cool. That's also, yeah. Okay. as I was saying, it, I realized it was a stupid thing to say, but what, where did that come? Like, do you ever go deep down and say, well, where did that come from? And like, what need was that fulfilling for you?
1: Um, well, I think the need that was fulfilling was employment. Um, oh, okay. so like, even just like the, once again, the statistics of blindness, like mm-hmm. it's just silly, um, like. Yeah, I I, I can have all these credentials and stuff, but then the second I walk through the door and I'm the blind girl. Mm. Well, so there's, yeah, some stats that were done, just like 71% of um, employers have said that if they have equally qualified candidates, one that's blind, one that's not, they're going for the not blind person. Mm -hmm. So as you can imagine, that would kind of mean that constantly I'm getting um, sent out to the point that actually in my, my, we'll call it, personal professional life um i use a fake name on a lot of my resumes Hmm. purely for the fact that um my real name Uh. um is i had a very public career with that name as well um and so you can find out that i'm blind in a second Hmm. um from that so on a resume i'm like okay we'll have to go with a different name for that too um so a lot of different things so that's definitely what pushed me into it Mm -hmm. um And, yeah, just the ability to kind of, like, make my own terms Hmm. is, you know, I don't have to ask for accommodations. I do them myself. I don't have to, like, there's just so much more, like, uh, control and less dependence on someone to not be ableist asshole. Um, And so, and I love that. And that kind of goes to the same thing of, like, I… I can choose when I turn it on and turn it off. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, even like I've been out of sex work for, um, a few months now and I genuinely miss it
0: hmm. I
1: genuinely miss it because of those reasons just that's, yeah.
0: that's interesting. And it kind of does go back to the first thing we were talking about, and the thing that Walter taught me is that it gave mm. you back some control of your body, didn't it? Totally,
1: totally. So much control, so much control in so many different aspects, and and who I who I am, and who I wanted to be, and everything was in in my control. And I think that's something that um, is very desired by a lot of people but I definitely think by a lot of women and I think it's also Mm. desired by a lot of disabled people like in the sex work industry there's a large portion of people who have disabilities whether those be mental health issues whether those be um, physical disabilities or um, chronic illness a lot Mm. of those things are really um, yeah integrated into the sex work world.
0: So it strikes me that maybe like OnlyFans or stripping, dancing live, streaming on Twitch, it's all kind of the same thing in a way, isn't it?
1: Totally. Totally. No, it's definitely all the same thing. And, um, yeah, it's definitely something that I've always loved. And it's, it's something that I also like love for so many different reasons, um, Yeah. Like whether it be, I just have such a love for video creation and content creation. And so that's where like OnlyFans, like I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the fact that I can build a community, um, on Twitch. It's the same thing. It's, it's community. It's the fact that I can perform. I've been a performer since I was six years old. Like I love it. I love to, do that and then there's also the side that i love to be an advocate i love to educate people i love to bring awareness okay well i can do that in this context too um and i'm also someone who really strives for people to feel comfortable in their own skin and in their sexuality and that's Mm -hmm. something i can also do in that line of work um and so it's just like there's so many parts of it that i just have such a love for um it is unfortunate that there is so much shittiness and shadiness that goes on in the industry um but at the same time there's like so much beauty and i'm happy i can at least like even like vocalize that because i think there's so much um stigma in it and thinking that like all these people are victims for getting into it and it's like well actually it's like here you've got like someone who's out of it and i'm saying i miss it um (laughs) so what does that have to say you know
0: yeah well Exactly. What is it? It's that you're right about the stigma. You know, it's like, we would all assume that you're doing it against your will because it's like, you're trying to fill some, I mean, obviously you're getting something out of it, but it's like, Oh, who hurt her? You know, that she feels the need to go show off like that. But
1: oh, this poor blind girl, she doesn't have any choices. She's got to go out. Exactly. And it's like, but then what's so funny too, is like, people will have that narrative, but then they won't like acknowledge like the employment issues. Right. right so like they'll look yeah. at this one side of it that like fulfills their like pity narrative but it's not looking at like taking right. a reflective look at to be like huh maybe actually i hire yeah. people so maybe i should think about actually hiring these that. people you know what i mean like it, it's 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 picking and choosing when it people sure want is. to use the narrative
0: so isn't that the case that's very funny yeah this poor yeah. blind girl stripping for money
1: there's a reason i call myself charity
0: you know, okay.
1: donate to charity. It's, it's like, there's, like it's, it. you got to go for it. So that's always been my, like, you know, line you walk yeah. up to someone, you want to donate to
0: charity.
1: Um, so that's pretty like, good. It's, yeah. it's, you know, I, I'm pretty funny. Like <laughs> oh, I just oh, yeah. gotta say, I'm pretty funny.
0: <laughs> You've got a good sense of humor. I, the first time I saw your page, I yeah. thought it was a charity. So you got I me. It? I was like, Oh, this is great.
1: That's why my whole tagline is that's the, the charitable service that benefits one blind girl and therefore the world. Like it's, I, it's, it's,
0: all, it's all, it's all a part
1: of it. I want people to think that it is a charity because it kind
0: of is. It's a very Zen way of looking at the world. It's like, it helps me. So thereby it helps everything.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And also maybe like a little bit of like a sounding like a God complex, but well, you know, I mean, look, you,
0: know. you don't think that I go after guests that I think are going to benefit <laughs> my show. Like you want, yeah, you you know, want, you, know, you got to serve yourself too.
1: A hundred percent. And as you should. And I think as, as like, Anyone actually in the artistic world. I no more further than artistic, just in any sort of creation. Cause I can say there's a lot of like tradespeople who like make stuff and aren't respected for their craft mm-hmm. or their creation. But yeah, people don't want to say, oh, if you're creating something, like you're not allowed to want to like monetize on it. You're not oh. allowed to want to like actually benefit from anything because you just have to create it just because you want to create it. That's that's the thought process behind. It
0: things with people oh sometimes for sure it's like yeah you ever think about how much labor went into creating all the shit on netflix like there's th- hundreds of thousands right? of hours
1: right? Right. Or just like literally everything. Like it's every single billboard you see that's got marketing design hours. Like it's got so much behind it. Every single commercial you see, every single, um, you know, ad you see on TikTok, Instagram, on social media, Mm -hmm. like everything has so much creation behind it. So much creation, um, and independent creation deserves just as much clout and attention as, uh, these big corporations, maybe more, definitely more,
0: right. It's... I'm just
1: trying to keep like, if if big brothers watching, I'm trying sure. to keep yeah. you know, them happy
0: yeah, for sure. We, we really love the platforms that we are so privileged to get to use, but thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Right. to your creator. Yeah.
0: You're on a list for sure. I don't know. Yeah. I might be getting there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, if I'm an ableist asshole, like what are, what are kind of Come like, at me. well, here we go. What are some like, what, like, what are some steps maybe that you see that the average person could take just to sort of get their head on right about about your condition or about people that live like you? Yeah,
1: beautiful question. Um, so for like disability awareness, so like for, no, no one will know this or care about it, but uh, did July is actually Disability um, Pride Month which once again, no one will know about or care about. I'm
0: all prided out. I can't, I just did June. I can't.
1: I know people don't care about us. It's just like the constant thing We're the largest minority group that takes in everyone and no one cares about it. It's
0: fine. Say it again. Again. Say what you just said again. (laughs) It's, it's incredible. The largest minority group.
1: Largest minority group. Yeah. Yeah. And just, and like people with disabilities, like it it doesn't matter like what race you are. It doesn't matter what sexuality you are. It doesn't matter what gender you are. It doesn't matter your socioeconomic background. You're going to be disabled. It is what it is. Um, so it's a community that literally accepts everyone, but is seen by no one, um, which is once again also very, very interesting. Um, oh, that is as so... far as yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'm just dropping some truth well, bombs yeah. over here, spitting fire.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's a what lot.
1: people can do, or like you as the ableist asshole, as you self-identify us, well. <laughs>
0: um,
1: it can do is make a conscious effort. Or seeing disability okay don't try and look away from it
0: Mm.
1: look at it look at the problems that are contributed in the community and make changes but just by making that conscious effort of being like yeah when you're walking is is there is there a down curb you know is Mm. is there something is there a sandwich board in the middle of the sidewalk is there um you know audible signals in the in the elevator does it say the floor out loud all these aspects um does the uh, washroom have an accessible door opening um is is how wide is that door like all these things it's just by seeing it i think that's the biggest thing people can do to help the disabled community is just by seeing the disability not hiding it Don't look away from it. Look at how people are disabled by society, by the community, and by our intentional actions, because every single person is what creates society. Like, that's what it is. So we can create that change by looking at it. That's all it takes. Um, And that's really all I urge people to do, is just see it. Don't, don't try and call it differently abled. Don't try and call it any sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Just really be pointed about it. Be honest about it. Be intentional with it, too. Yeah.
0: That's, I mean, that's great advice. You're mindfully. You're asking people to be yeah. mindful and actually see their world in a different way, which I mean, good yeah. luck, good luck, but that, oh, I I know. Mean, you know, but
1: I know I got to challenge people. I well, got to yeah. be like, oh, <laughs> come on, come on, just look at it. Even if you don't have to look at it in a different way, just look at, I mean, I guess that is in a different way, but it's just like, I just want people to <laughs> yeah. see these things because the amount of things like, and I'm sure it's happened, you know, as I've been talking to you, you're like, I've never thought about that. I've never oh, thought about that definitely. because there's so many things that people just don't see or think about, but they're all there. Like they're all there um i mean even just like little things of being like every single social media platform has an option to add alt text Uh, which is like you know for anyone who doesn't know that's you know the descriptions it's the textual uh description of an image right um you can add that in you can literally add that in and i understand it takes another step to to posting Uh but Instantly, it just makes things more inclusive, like it just in a second. And it takes, you know, five seconds. It doesn't take much different changes. You're still writing a caption. You're still doing everything. Mm -hmm. It's there. Boom. And now you've just, um, and as a, from a marketing standpoint, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll shout out um, a a good restaurant in this aspect in in Edmonton. Um, So this would have been a 2017 um, Central Social Hall implemented Braille Menus. Oh, wow. and um huh. yeah so the owner of central and his his standpoint was just that why wouldn't i do it i've got the cnib that's just down the street and so you've got to have blind people that want to go out and guess where they're going to go where they can go where they can it's go. A, hmm. by making by making things accessible it's making a brilliant marketing choice because as i said it's the largest minority group so I'm telling you, like if I have a place that I feel connected or feel welcome to, um, I'm going to be going there more. So, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's just, a, and then once again, it's another way of looking at things. It is. But and they took the choice to see it.
0: I wonder why. Yeah, I, that's great. I, mean, I was at a place yesterday where I had to scan a QR code on my phone and I ordered like, yeah. there was not even a waiter. It was oh like living in the future. Well, or the. Yeah. You
1: know. <laughs> I think I know where you went too, or like maybe it's a different place and more places are doing it. But yeah, I. On 105th
0: it, Street. Yeah. And there's yeah. Four, four places in one that are all mediocre.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and oh my God, I hate that place so much. It's hell. I hate that it's place. It's hell so on
0: earth.
1: <laughs> it's hell on earth. And you're paying for tipping. and you're like, why am I paying for What am for I? A tip? Yeah. Walter and I went there. Oh no. Like, months ago and we're both sitting there being like what are what what is this what is this like why why is this and is this really a good thing and you also you have to create an account where you know they're selling that data like you know they're selling it like you're giving your name you're giving your address you're you're giving your email address you're giving your phone number oh now you're giving your credit card information because you pay through that too it's, like, it's just so much. I'm like, I'm selling so much to eat here.
0: Isn't that crazy? It's not a money laundering operation. It's a data laundering operation.
1: A hundred percent, which honestly, this is my conspiracy theory mind that's going to come out for a second. Go. That... Uh, it's we're a data collecting society that is what every corporation is about it's about collecting data be very smart about where you share your data make sure like if your location's on your phone like be smart about it because you know now if you post that then now that's all that information is everywhere and uh, there are companies majority of them if it's if it's free just know that it's not free that's exactly. always the thing and especially this is circling back to the an only fans topic slash sure. sex work topic um yeah for everyone who says they don't want to pay for porn um just know that porn hub is is you're paying for it you're just paying for it with your advertisements and your data and so there is a reason that they know what is the most uh watched videos at the end of the year and from which region it's because they have your data oh. so yeah and they know step bro, I'm... I'm stuck more like step bro your data's out there step.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and what's up with that by the way the family the family porn. listen
1: i can't i can't explain that i can't explain that i'm a blind girl i'm not i'm not their target audience i'm not i'm not a consumer
0: no that's fair i actually yeah i quit looking at born porn completely oh, good for you. my life is so much better like miles
1: you know, i would imagine it is i know like this is probably not something i should say because it's it goes against a lot of my friends and community members um but yeah consuming less less sexuality is always going to be a good thing for people because just like anything it can it's a dopamine rush and it right. can be addictive and give a wrongful perception of uh, what's, what's going on in the situation.
0: So that's well said, but it's funny. I mean, you can say that all you want. It's like your friends are still going to get paid.
1: I hope so. You know, I hope so. I hope so. And if I venture back into that area, I hope I do too. So, you know, (laughs) consume it, but responsibly.
0: Sure. I think we, I can advocate responsible consumption of it. I just, for me, it just, I had to go cold Turkey because it was, maybe I went way too far.
1: But a lot of people do, but a lot of people do. And a lot of people do need to go cold turkey. And I think it, once again, it just, it creates more of like the connection back to like yourself and really what I advocate that like sexuality is. It's about like the connectivity Hmm. um, of people. And so the second that you're disconnected from people and you're just connected with sexuality, then you're kind of missing the point. Um, And yeah, I do think it, uh, yeah, I do think it distorts some belief systems on how it should be.
0: That's, so. that's a good point. But I would, I would ask you if we got a few more minutes as yeah. a, as a producer, like there's a divide between producing and consuming content. Like as someone who yeah. produces it, do you ever look down upon your consumers or is it, you know what I mean? Like, could there be that mm-hmm. where it's like you little minions come running, you know?
1: You know, that that's a whole kink in itself. Oh no. Um, but, but, but no, no, I, I don't think I do. I don't okay. think I do. I, think I and maybe I think I'm a little bit different in this area than than a lot of um, yeah, people in the industry. I uh, it's hard to see. But I, for myself, I like I hate the terminology simp. I hate it more than anything. Oh, um, okay. I'm very, very protective and defensive over my community. Mm. I'm very, very protective or defensive over anyone who's ever supported me sure. um, in any sort of aspect. Um, and uh, yeah, never look down because without without those people, um, our industry doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And um, that once again, I think you just need to have respect for it. and um, yeah. i if, if I want respect from my consumers, my subscribers, my audience, whatever, um, I want to make sure that I'm giving it back. you know, and so that that's always been like a really big thing that i've I've stood by, and I do think is why generally speaking, I, I do think I have one of the best communities. I do think I've had very li- little scams happen in my life, which I'm very grateful for. Um, cause I hear some horror stories from girls and I, I can only mm. think that it's because if you treat your people like they're disposable, then, um, they're going to treat you like you're disposable. And, um, yeah, my people I've had around for years hmm. and, um, I, I don't want that to ever change. So yeah, they're my charity cases.
0: There you go. Is that really what they're yeah. called? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but, Cause you're giving them, you're donating in a, well, I mean, you're not donating, you're yeah. getting paid, but you're giving them something they maybe can't get elsewhere for whatever reason.
1: hundred percent. And I think like the biggest thing of like what I always provided, um, other than just yeah, disability representation and hilarious jokes and memes. There we go. Um, I think I created just like a safe space for people to talk and, hmm. and be themselves. And I think that's always been um, what my selling feature, if you will, is is just the fact that people can come to me and I'm, I'm not gonna judge you for where you come from. I'm not gonna judge you for why you're there. I wanna hear why you're there and I want to spend that time to like get to know and hmm. um, talk to different people. I love, um, even like with dancing, like I've, I've been a, I'm a repeat person. I'm not the just, you know, stage booty girl that's, you know, going to get some coins thrown at her. Um, It's going to be about connection and spending time together and talking to each other. And that's, I don't know if that's what works for me. And that's what the model I like to go with. And um, yeah, I've been mentored by a lot of um, people in the industry that um, have hundreds of thousands of uh followers and um fans and um yeah it's, it's we don't follow different the same models and it's cause because there's different different strokes for different folks, literally <laughs> and figuratively. Well, so
0: well said. So yeah. <laughs> just as when you were fourteen and this happened to you, you probably couldn't have imagined where you would be today. Talk what about- a
1: weird segue. Well but yeah <laughs>
0: Look, I'm trying to wrap this fucking thing up, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um,
0: yeah, no kidding. Wait. So you strip, anyway. So when you were 14.
1: <laughs> so when you were 14. Listen, let me hear about it.
0: Okay, just um, as when you were 18 and of legal age, and you couldn't imagine that you'd be, you know, doing yeah. some, even doing something like this, or or building your community as you do. What yeah. does it look like in 10 years from now to to you?
1: Just oh, for for your question. your
0: brand or or what you would an impact, think... you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, here's going to be maybe like the bleak part of it. I don't think it'll be much different. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that ableism will continue. And I think that the change that I'm asking people to do is, I don't know, it'd be nice, but Mm -hmm. I don't expect it. Mm -hmm. I don't expect it, Um, but it'd be nice um so i I, I see that in 10 years it's kind of going to be this the same stuff it's just going to be a little bit different i mean technology is constantly changing so i imagine technological changes will be significantly different where therefore my brand will be significantly different um but i mean i i think that i will always be someone who is advocating who is always trying to make the change and who is also who's always going to try to have people see what they don't want to see. Um, I'm just going to throw it in your face, whether you like it or not. And I and that's just who I am, and will always be, um, whether it be talking about um, sports, whether it be talking about disability, whether it be talking about um, my political opinions, mm-hmm. all those things, I'm gonna keep throwing them out there. And um, yeah, I can't see that changing yeah. anytime in my lifespan. So
0: yeah, oh, I think you're probably right. People aren't going to change, but you have to keep pushing, right? Now- I think so. You have a day job like downtown somewhere. Is that right? Yeah.
1: Yes. We don't have yes.
0: to get into it, but do you see- yeah. <laughs> do you see a world where you're full-time doing your advocacy and content creation and stuff? Or is that a reality? I mean, that's what I did. That's yeah. what
1: I did yeah. for for a long time. And then I, I definitely experienced some burnout and just wanted some nine to five stability. And then I've been in some nine to five stability and literally hate
0: it. Oh, you hate so, it. Yeah, oh it's, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's also hell on earth, isn't it?
1: It is. It's a different kind of hell on earth. <laughs> a different um, circle of but- hell. Yeah exactly i love i love (laughs) the creation i love creating Mm -hmm. and um yeah and i love connecting and i think in a corporate world i just can't do that in the same way that i'd like to i'm also like so like driven on becoming a mother though oh so like that that's definitely my like 10-year focus is i'm just like yeah i hope i'm just like raising some dope kiddos (laughs) and uh yeah making making them like the the Heart. Like I just even think like I think about so much about just what it would be like being like a blind mother. It gets me in my head a lot. Um but
0: would you like to yeah. share? Would you like to share a moment of that? Cause I that's the question yeah. obviously I'm gonna ask because I'm really yeah. intuitive, but
1: what's yeah, that like? I,
0: like how does that go? I
1: don't know what it'll be like. Um, but it's definitely like, yeah, like I, I won't be able to use a stroller. So how am I gonna navigate that? Like it's all those different things that I'm going to have to learn to navigate yeah. um, in a different way of how can I keep an eye out for, you know, a, a running around baby when I can't see them? How am I going to make sure that like all those things are going to have to be different than how a sighted person would do them? And I really look forward to learning those things, and know that I can adapt and change. And I think blind people, of course, can adapt and change. And there's sure. many amazing children that have come from blind parents. Okay. But um, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I, I don't know what it'll be like them. I hope to, I hope I'll find out one. I day. hope
0: you do. I hope you do. Yeah,
1: yeah. Man, that's
0: yeah. I, I, I mean, that kind of ends my. Train of thought. the
1: stroller thing is like the biggest thing for me. I'm like, it's the stroller. Gonna I'm do? like, I'm gonna be yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm gonna be carrying this kid on my chest, like with one of those like backpacks. Right. Well, like I'll like or I guess it would be a chest pack or a backpack once they're older. Right. But yeah, like it'll always be like on me. Which also like how is that going to be? Like, you yeah. know, could that arguably help postpartum depression? I'm not sure. I have so <laughs> many questions. Yeah,
0: they never I just yeah. I mean, God forbid you have triplets. Like at least if you had two, you, oh could, my God. you could strap them to your back and front. But Oh
1: my God. I would, you know, yeah. If I could just have like, even like twins, like, you know, if I could just have like one kid at a time, that would be a great, like easing in for I me think, to like yeah. learn, learn yeah. about it, you know, but knowing my luck with, with the world, um, you know we'll see what happens.
0: Well, let me ask you because I know some women that are, that are driven to become mothers like you. And I know some that are the opposite. Can you put into words where that desire comes from? Or is it just unconscious? You can't.
1: I have wanted to be a mother since I was like 15. Hmm. I have just like had such a strong maternal drive always in me. Hmm. And uh, so where it comes from, I have no idea. I mean, I definitely think it comes from like a hormonal standpoint. Like I definitely think the fact that yeah i'll be like turning 29 i'm like okay like now is the time like it's go time right. like we're finding a mate we are focused on that goal right. um right but uh yeah it's I, I don't know where it comes from it's kind of like a beautiful it's a beautiful mystery of humanity um <laughs> and probably more than just humanity just life in general it's sure. like procreation. creation like where does that come from why do some people want and some people don't i have no idea
0: Yeah. I think you're on it with the hormones could be one thing, you know? know.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, I, that's, that's the hobby of mine is I love learning about like hormonal health. I do so much readings on it and reproductive health. I am such a nerd for all this stuff. Interesting. So that could be a whole other thing I could talk to you about for like five hours. So like, well, maybe fair warning.
0: (laughs) I mean, I got nothing to do. Yeah. All my
1: (laughs) thoughts on just on reproductive health yeah, I think birth control is the enemy Hmm. controlled by big pharma. And like, that's where once again, conspiracy theories, are gonna all swarm in.
0: I couldn't agree more. I really, I really couldn't.
1: Yeah. Right. Like it's, it's insane. And just like, yeah, I was on birth control for like nine years of my life. And then I got off of it and it was like, wow, everything. Yeah. Literally everything changed. My libido changed. Mm. My weight changed. My skin changed. Mm. um, My fatigue changed. Like everything changed. That's where it's just, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. And then started just like looking more into things and then learning about you know, where, how birth controls are created and what, you know, hormones are putting into our system and how that then impacts our cortisol responses, which is our stress hormone. Wow. So then you have people that are like more stressed out and also just like, depending on different stages of your cycle, you're attracted to different people. And so people that start on birth control and get married, there's more divorce rates when oh. they go off of it. Oh, it's insane. Oh. It's insane. It is insane. And I, I love it. And I'm just, yeah, there's, I could give so many good book recommendations, but like I'll just drop one, drop um, which is "Your Brain on Birth Control," mm. um, and yeah, the I forget her name um, who wrote it, um, but she's got like an amazing TED Talk, and so I like it's it's summarizes the whole book into kind of like a five minute TED Talk, and it's nice. really really cool. It's fascinating,
0: it's but scary it's It it's very dark, right? Like if you think yeah. about what the implications are here. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I mean, I even think that the way that the, the state of men is also a hormonal issue.
1: Oh, totally. Oh, totally. I mean, that even goes into like this, this book I'm talking about, um, even breaks down how with men, when men are spend more time around like children, like their testosterone levels lower and that's like a natural good thing to happen. I um, <laughs> but it is cause you're not trying to focus on the procreation. You need the testosterone. Our, how our hormones are impacted? Um, I think, yeah, definitely impacts men and women so much, um, and is definitely neglected area of our medical system. Um, yeah, I have three brothers. I am the only girl in my family. So I am very like, I probably know more about men than I do about women, to be honest, which is a little Hmm. weird. Um, especially given like who I am, but, um, (laughs) yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know if that's weird. I mean, do you think it's weird? I think it's a little weird. Okay, it's weird.
1: I, th- I think it's a little weird. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's just oh, uh, maybe it's not weird because it's like yeah, what what someone would expect because it's the opposite. I have no idea.
0: Mm. Well, it's people will you'll people will really really uh surprise you on what the hell they think about you, you know?
1: That's very true. It's very true. That's I very think true. that
0: all this birth control, now is this crazy? This is what gets me ended. Mm-hmm. All that birth control is being consumed is being excreted into the into the water supply, no?
1: Oh yeah. I, I mean, I, I guess in theory, right. Cause there's a lot of like hormones that are in like urine. So arguably, yeah. And spit. So yeah, you're not wrong with that. That's a, an area of it that I never even thought about.
0: Yeah. I'm now I'm going to start thinking Think about, about that. And then I'll, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not going to go like full Alex Jones and say it's turning the frogs gay, but, yeah, there's gotta be, but it's, it's a hormonal apocalypse that's going on in our culture today
1: oh i I totally agree with that too and i think that goes into like um i think psychologically why there's more like psychological issues i think it goes into um weight and i think that's why there's Mm. more obesity i think that's why yeah just so many different things so many different things because hormones literally are what create humans like hormones are everything right um you know, it's so so funny always to me when they're like, people say, like, oh, you know, the woman's being like hormonal. It's her time of the month and stuff. I'm like, this makes no sense. Like, you realize, like, people are hormonal literally all the time. Like, right. All hormonal. the time.
0: Yeah. That's
1: yeah. A, like, it's, you know, like, yeah. You, you haven't, I haven't heard that in a while either, but that used to be a thing. Like, people said all oh, the time. time. So maybe there are some positive changes that are created <laughs> by woke culture. I don't
0: know. Uh, maybe, maybe. Maybe we just you had know, a moment. I'll give you that. Yeah. We can chalk one up for the woke culture. Yeah
1: exactly it's like well culture all right you got that you got that
0: but only to have then totally plastered over the fact that we're all hormonally fucked
1: yes exactly exactly oh. and we're just going to like keep consuming like hormones and in, in, um unnatural ways and uh and, and- yeah that's I guess, the biggest way yeah
0: yes and we eat and you eat like shit your hormones are not
1: that's what i'm saying right like we we eat differently we like sleep differently like how much you exercise like all these different things um i'm sure technology plays a large role in like
0: Mm. where
1: these hormones are coming from um you know as we were talking about this with porn and like porn consumption i'm sure that you know jacks up with um hormonal health so many different things and it's a always have questions why our medical system doesn't care about hormones. It's always been something that's really interested to me. I have been trying to get my hormone levels tested for oh. 10 years.
0: And they won't do We're it. We're going to keep
1: that battle up. We're going to keep that battle up. Yeah. They won't do yeah. it. You can't do no, it. No, it's always just just, just like, oh, just like go, just go on birth control. Just do this. Just do this. Just, just do this go on birth minute. control.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah. that's oh the my solution.
1: The, the amount of times that I've just been told to just go on birth control is it's it's sad how often how how often i hear it and i'm just one person and i know so many different women who hear the exact same thing and it's just
0: now, it's insane really eh yeah now you asked something about the medical system and you want to talk about conspiracies like you may say the modern medical system is not all that interested in in really wellness no. per se no not that it's not, not i'm not going all the way with that but there's instances like put a girl on birth control when she just wants to know where she's at yeah. What if I'm not yeah. fucking? I don't need birth control.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Why is why is oh I'm having issues with my skin, go on birth control. Oh, I'm having issues that's with a, my like period cramps. Oh, yeah, no, and it is, it is, it really is. And I, I think it's uh yeah, I hate it. Uh so much. Fair so so much. Um, I think it's it also it just it doesn't take into account um yeah, how much birth control really impacts women's sexual desire and uh, which is once again the, the people won't want to talk about that because women are not supposed to have sexual desires. so like what's the issue you just want to like you just want to you want to have sex to create that's what, what it's all about right
0: you just but, finished like, yeah. saying you wanted to be a mom what are you what's the problem
1: i listen i want to be a mother i want to be a mother but like not everyone does right. and like i don't attach in the which even just goes into it too so if i'm experiencing certain issues why is birth control the solution because i want to have I, wanna, I don't know just, i want a
0: birth i don't want to yeah control. yeah
1: yeah i don't want to control it yeah I, it's one of the areas i'm a pretty controlling person i'm like i don't want to control this like let's just like let it be free
0: now so. it affects the libido negatively like it makes you less sexually uh, yeah from know.
1: my experience and a lot of other women's experiences like i can't speak for everyone i'm Interesting. sure there's gonna be someone like in the world that's like you know, no, I, yeah, exactly. That's what birth control makes me. But, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, From my experience and everything. And before I like go fully into it, but it like makes sense, like birth controls trick you into being into your, not trick you, but make you have high progesterone rates, low estrogen rates. Mm. Estrogen is the hormone that's, Putting you through your system um, to conceive, and progesterone is the one that makes conception safe. So you mm-hmm. aren't in desire mode when you're in that stage of your cycle. You're just you're not. You're in desire mode when you're trying to conceive, which is before ovulation, which is when the estrogen is in your system.
0: Well, oh, thank you for that. You're welcome. That's good to know.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: it's good to know. Yeah. So, now I wonder. Now that that birth control as we know it comes from the sort of sexual revolution of the late 60s into the 70s. Yeah. Do you view I mean I did not expect to be here so forgive yeah. me for what the hell I'm about to say but do you view <laughs> do you view that as a positive shift in our society so on the that's whole? Even
1: more, that's where the book talks about it too about seeing how like birth control did give women so much sexual freedom. Like it really did. It created like a little bit more um equity in the world of sex for desire rather than for reproduction um, right. because a woman the risks were so much and as they are they're just higher than than a man like the right. you you're gonna get pregnant okay well now you're out for you know nine ten months and then you know then you've got a whole other thing going on so it's it's forever <laughs> um you know really? you can't you can't really quit on that <laughs> um, so it gave women the same like in their area. So I do think it's, it's wonderful in that way. And it also makes women more able to, yeah, go to school, pursue careers and all that type of stuff because they don't have to like, yeah, be like, oh shit, well now I'm pregnant. And now that changes everything. Um, cause even you can be as, um, responsible as possible and you can still get pregnant. Um, so yeah, so I love it in that, in that aspect. I don't love it in the aspect of, yeah, how much, harm it did but I think that's kind of like anything that's really pushed out in big pharmas right. um, they don't look at long term and the longevity of these solutions um, you know it's, it's kind of just like putting a band-aid on something without actually being like yeah but you got a broken leg mm. you know
0: right and I appreciate the sort of nuanced view of it because yeah. it, it made me think that it made me think that it, it, in a way, it cheapened sex because it allowed people to have sex. with. I mean, yeah. There's a consequence there, period. Totally. You can now say, well, I don't have to f- suffer the consequences. I would yeah. say, and I want to hear from you in 10 seconds so I can yeah. get my foot out of my mouth. But yeah, this raging against abortion, it, that's a symptom of that. I'm mm-hmm. not going to tell someone to not get mm-hmm. an abortion, but the fact that you mm-hmm. want to use an abortion that way is a symptom of the sexual revolution where we said, well, if the consequences be damned. Have your fun
1: yeah yeah um yeah like you're you're not wrong in that you're not wrong in that it just goes into the whole like you can do everything right and it can still go wrong so and i guess it goes into like how much are we going to say that like sex is only because then it goes into like then sex the purpose would only be for reproduction fair enough which means that everyone should kind of have that standpoint that it's it's only for the point of reproduction if you have that point then abortion wouldn't be an issue and like that it's basically promoting the uh, idea idea of like um celibacy essentially The the only real form of birth control is celibacy truly so um yeah
0: and my understand like celibacy is obviously not the way forward cuz then you, you have to or else you have to educate people completely on what sex is and then say celibacy is the only way but we can't say celibacy is yeah it's genuine?
1: not going it. to it's it's gonna gonna work.
0: work it's not going to work it's not going to work
1: it's not going to work you look at history a lot there's it's not going to work as much as people will want it also kill the sex work industry which that's never going to happen either
0: Right. So. And that would hit you in the in the pocketbook, and we'd hate to.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Or would it? Well, maybe it would. Not currently. Right. Well. Okay. I'm
1: sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. In the future, it would in some type of way. I'm Mm -hmm. sure. And it would because it would hurt so many people that I know that are still in that industry, and uh, Mm -hmm. and I I don't want that for them. Right. So then it would impact me because then they're all going to be sad. (laughs)
0: so Shelby C for no one okay I'm into that (laughs) I don't want to aggravate you here at the end but can we put kind of a bow on the on the abortion thing that we didn't plan on talking about but I mean when that I mean here's the thing is like when they when they did when they overturned Roe v. Wade obviously there was a, a huge outcry yeah but how did you like how do you come out on that because it seems like both sides yelling at each other how to behave but it's like isn't the individual sort of have to be responsible for themselves here
1: um i think if people are being responsible for themselves i think um so my standpoint and i understand like people that that take that view i'm i'm so so pro-abortion i'm so pro-abortion um so i'll just put like that opinion straight out there but i think that um there's so many things that impact a woman when she goes through that physiologically psychology wise uh hormonally Literally everything, and it's something that never really goes away. And of course, there are going to be people who literally don't give a shit and aren't um, impacted that intensely. Um, but speaking from personal experience, it destroys you. Okay. And uh, that you can still think that you made the complete correct choice, um, but it still be with you every single day. And um, so it's not—it um, doesn't come without consequences. Right. Um, where I think then, which I will say, uh, from a men's perspective, I think it comes without consequences, which I think is where men can have like a different, mm. maybe standpoint and a little bit less like emotionally connected to it. Um, yep. cause cause yeah, like that, That. yeah, I can't speak for everyone, but mm-hmm. I can say like, it's, it's something that's constantly, um, anyone that I know it runs through their mind and it stays in their soul, a little piece for their entire life. So it's a hard decision.
0: No doubt. And yeah, the first, the realize, and thank you for sharing that. You're
1: welcome.
0: The realization that I had was that I don't truly have a dog in the fight. Like I don't have a daughter. I don't have, yeah. I'm I i don't need an abortion. So yeah. I, insofar as I don't really care, I also cannot understand that I can't, the realization of doing this podcast for a year and a half has been, I can't yeah. tell people what to do and I can't actually understand what it is to be somebody else. So just, totally but stop fucking yelling about it. You know, like just yeah, take on yeah. the responsibility of being a person.
1: Yeah. And, and just, yeah. Well, and that just goes into like government, let people be people, let people be people. The government needs to have less control over things. I'm a complete anarchist. Let's go. Nice. Um, oh, yeah. Really, <laughs> eh? Um, Oh yeah. Oh all the yeah. Way, like, star. like
0: tear it all down and
1: uh, a little bit, a little bit. I want to watch the world burn. Um, but also I want to watch it burn just cause I think there's rebirth in destruction. Um, and I think that's kind of, I just, I just believe in, in people having some sort of like more, more control over the self, and then that'll create more of a community. Yes. Um. And I think like genuinely speaking too, like this is what I got from you. And I'll say I got from you from even this conversation too, is you definitely have your opinions, but you, um. And I really admire this as a quality in people. Something I like to think that I possess is that even when people have differing opinions, you can still hear someone mm. and, uh, you don't have to prove everyone. Um, which is really, really like a cool and very like human thing. So, yeah. Thank, thank, thank you. you for that.
0: Well, Hey, thank you for saying so. It's the only way to really get anywhere, isn't it? I think so. But I—I yeah, I mean, I so. the first twenty episodes of this show, I was looking for a fight for sure. But yeah, here we are on 112, and it's like, hey, just a little let, bit different. Just let to tell her story. It's actually way more fun and way easier, actually. To do. Yeah, <laughs> well,
1: like, to just let people talk, and then be like, huh. Um, huh? I think you learn so much by doing that, and I think that's what makes people just like, yeah, the people that that want to hear things. And I'm the same way. It sounds like to you is like I want to fight things all the time. But that's where it has to go into just like the choice of,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah, knowing that sometimes you just kind of got to nod your head. <laughs>
0: that's right. Just let it let Stay it, let yeah, it yeah. flow and nod yeah. your head.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So if I want to join the community and donate to the charity, what <laughs> what do I have to do? How do I get in? Get in, um, get in the There's door. no
1: real way of donating to charity at, at the moment. I mean, we'll see once again where where my social platforms go. If I go back to Twitch, if I go back to OnlyFans, if I go back to any of these different places or a completely different place, who knows? Hmm. Um, or TikTok. TikTok. TikTok will happen because um, okay. it's fun. Um, but I mean, the biggest thing, if, if yeah, that's on my Instagram, I guess, is the place that I'm the most active. The blind charity.
0: Beauty. That's it. Yeah. Not
1: the CNIB, the blind charity. Right.
0: Yeah. No. We're going to hang it. We're not going to hang up. We're going to fake the goodbye and then stay on the yeah. line. And then you're going to tell me about the CNIB. I hope. Perfect. I, I, Perfect. I won't record it. Spill I- all the tea. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Charity. Thank you so much for today. This was, uh, I mean, thank I, you. I mean, it was great. I'm glad we finally did it after all that.
1: Me too. Me too. After my life was all like chaos. So we got it done and I'm happy we did as well. So totally. thank you so much.
0: Thank you. And the chaos is more controllable these days. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh good. yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: You know, I quit once again, I quit OnlyFans and I quit Twitch.
0: So that probably helped a lot.
1: <laughs> it helped a lot. It helped a lot.
0: All right. Well, we'll, we'll see you back on there someday. Maybe though. For sure. <sighs> okay. For sure. All right. <laughs> okay. I'll let you go. Thanks so much. And, um, god bless you if you're
1: god bless the world okay namaste shambhala
0: i'm leaving it there thank you <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of self-control how to build a better life hope you enjoyed the finale to my conversation with Line charity i hope it got you thinking about what it means to mindfully challenge our beliefs and how we might in the face of larger social forces take control of our own health My name is Patrick Strevens. I look forward to talking with you all again soon. We've got some great guests lined up. In the meantime, remember, better is possible.